What? What? I go hard cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Welcome, 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 honey. Let me make sure all my, all my screens are together. Give me just a second here. All right, there we go. <laughs> hope you guys are doing good. Yes, I have to switch up the hair. Finally want to find my big old bag of wigs and everything at the storage unit, honey. Chad, I had to switch it up. I wanted to go from, you know, take off the curly and throwing, you know, some, some blonde, you know, it's getting warm out there, but I hope you guys are doing good. It has been a crazy few days. Um, as you guys know, yesterday was the one year anniversary of George Floyd, uh, him getting killed. So they did the event in the Twin Cities. And all the mainstream media is showing is the shooting that happened. And um, yes, the shooting did happen, but that wasn't going to stop me from going down there. I, we're just so used to, you know, shootings. It's like whatever. And um, I ended up going down there and I took some amazing videos, some Native American, um, like a, they're like a dance group, singing group. And they bought such a peaceful, positive vibe. Like, I just really loved it. So I was sharing that with my Instagram family to let you guys know that, yes, the shooting did happen. But all in all, besides that, it still ended up being a very positive thing. And a lot of people came out. So it was just, it was just really good. So I was busy with that yesterday. Um, let me see if I, can, if I can show you some of the video. I really liked it. It was just really sweet. Shout out to all my native subscribers, honey. I have a lot of them who, who fool with me, who support my brand. Let me see. Let me show you a little bit of the dancing. It was just really, it was a really nice vibe um, compared to that morning. Let me go ahead and bring this on the screen here. So that was just some video. Here it is. to show y'all a little snippet of that um that little boy uh baby opie he's just adorable he's three and he was out there with his peoples with his mother and father singing and they did like a traditional dance so it was really nice i wanted to share that with my audience to know that we weren't just on the south side shooting and you know booking shots you know something nice did come of all of that um, it's been very crazy in the Twin Cities. We had a shooting in downtown Minneapolis, 10 people shot, two people killed. One was, it was two guys. They saw each other, started beefing. They started shooting, not giving any concern to bystanders. Um, a young man who was getting ready to graduate from college, he ended up getting killed and one of the shooters died. So it's been a mess up here. But again, you know, all the stuff that, that what's been going on, this demon time energy, low vibrational energy, um, just just a lot of stuff. So I was happy to see that. And I was just really glad that they came through. And so many people came through. 
you know, black, white, Latina, Latino, excuse me. So it was just like a really good vibe um, after the chaos that happened. So I just wanted to let you guys know that on my stream, in case you're not, um, you know, follow me on Instagram, that it wasn't just about the shooting, because that's the only thing I'm seeing from the mainstream media, but it ended up being a, a peaceful day. And even though it was a lot of shots, you know, that happened, nobody got shot. So maybe they were just shooting in the air. Who knows? But nobody got shot there. So that's a good thing. But anyways, I hope I'm not freezing. I'm seeing people talking about um, YouTube is acting up. I hope not. Uh, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aisha Muhammad says, I just came to say first, LOL, just wanted to say here in Canada, they want us to pick up the vaccine, meaning the first shot is AstraZeneca. The second would be uh, Moderna. They are really trying to get us sick. Thank you so much for the $50 super chat. I appreciate you, sis. Yeah, they're doing a lot with the whole vaccine situation. Uh, TJ says, T, you are an afternoon delight. As a New York native, the Breakfast Club has been toxic, but the toxicity um, is always pandered to us. I've officially stopped watching them um, when he asked logic sister about the r oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna get into a breakdown i'm just waiting for more people to come in we got about four thousand people in here we got an excellent connection so um i'm going to i don't know how long this stream is going to be but i'm going to do a full breakdown of everything that's been on my mind um and we're going to get into a lot of stuff because i, I just see a lot of bullshit, and I, i'm the one to just you know <laughs> Douse water in reality on the bullshit that I'm seeing um, and the hypocrisy. Let's talk careers with DJ says over here making us aunties hot again. Love your realness, hot auntie summer. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, sis. Ayana um, Hopkins in five dollars and says those who are laughing are super uncultured and they are trying to support um, you. Laugh. I don't wonder why no one wants to support us. Girl, you know, trolls are always going to laugh at something because they just don't get it. It's not for them to get. You know what I'm saying? The people who get it got it. So we're not going to worry about the trolls. But thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Florisi97 says, first time sending a super chat. Looking beautiful. Love your channel and your content, auntie. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. So let me go ahead and start um, by saying this. Because I've noticed I've had a lot of guys uh, coming to my video, the one that I did, I did a live stream where I broke down the whole situation, the whole backstory with Kwame Brown and Charlemagne and all them. And um, I made a lot of good points in that live stream about how, you know, the black media and a lot of black people have treated Kwame and him being a young man coming into the league, how he was a joke for the NBA, he was a punching bag, and how they basically used this young man as a cautionary tale, quote unquote, for the whole high school, you know, drafting from high school to the NBA because they wanted to push the one and done. So I've had men coming on there telling me to stay in my place, leaving really misogynistic comments saying, oh, you're only hopping on this Kwame thing because he's viral. Let me explain something to some of y'all. 
First of all, I'm not your average tea spilling YouTuber like some of these other females. I've been talking sports, okay? So let me go ahead for a lot of y'all who don't know me or who happen to come across my live stream because I was talking about the Kwame situation. Let me take you back down memory lane because we've been talking sports over here, boo-boo. So just because you're just not being introduced to me does not mean that I'm jumping on the sports bandwagon because it's hot. So know what you're talking about before you leave a comment. So let me go ahead and I'll pull up my screen here and share my screen with y'all. Who remembers when I did this video here? Um, let's see. This was Stephen A. Smith slams Colin Kaepernick over NFL workout fiasco full breakdown. That was in 2019, okay? I've been calling out Stephen A. Smith. I also did a video about him talking about women with little booties and all this other, you know, ignorant stuff when he's supposed to be so couth and college educated, okay? So I've been giving Stephen A. Smith and others that smoke. Okay, let's go to the next video. Who remembers this wonderful breakdown that I did? And I know a lot of men really enjoyed this video because, again, as a woman, the only thing I should know about the NBA and about sports is trying to fuck an athlete and get a bag. Okay, that's what I should be teaching young girls. I've never been that chick. Okay, I have two boys. They're, you know, in athletics. They play basketball, AAU, been driving them from here to there to get them to practices and all types of stuff. So I bring a lot to the table when it comes to sports. Now, in this particular video that came out in 2018, I called out Adam Silver and the NBA for basically systematically destroying the JBA League. And I also broke it down about how college athletes are basically scammed, okay? Their bodies are used, then they claim that they're giving them a free education, but these colleges are making so much money off of these kids, and nine times out of 10, they don't even end up getting drafted into, into the NBA or to the NFL. So I've been given that smoke to a lot of these platforms. So you're not gonna play me because I'm a female. Now, who remembers this video? Jason Whitlock goes off on LeBron James for his actions at Bronny's AAU game, sit your ass down. And I drug Jason Whitlock's ass and I said, why is it that when a black man is there for his son, is proud to be there, who you know, where he really could just send the nanny to go be at the game. LeBron James has been instrumental in getting Bronny to where he's at to the point where they will be, mark my words, be playing in the NBA together, okay? I broke that down and I held Jason Whitlock accountable. That was back in what, 2019. Uh, let's see, I have another. These are just some videos I just pulled up randomly where I talked about sports. Here goes another video where Martellus went off on Jason Whitlock for saying that LeBron James didn't face racism. You're just a N-word on ESPN. I broke that down. So before y'all come over here with the misogynistic bullshit, know my background, okay? Because I'm not just hopping on anybody's train. I've been doing this. I've been speaking truth to power. I've been standing in my shit. That's why a lot of, you know, I, I have a lot of fans who rock with me, but that's why a lot of females feel away about me because I don't care if you're a female. Right is right, wrong is wrong. I'm not going to side with you just because you're a woman. Just like I'm not going to side with you just because you're black, okay? So I had to get that cleared up because I, I, I just saw a lot of real misogynistic comments as if I have no right to speak on the whole Kwame situation like I haven't been talking about sports stories and I haven't been breaking shit down, okay? So let me see here. So now what I find very interesting going on to the whole Charlemagne the God situation. Now, 
I did a Zoom meeting last week after my live stream. So I get done with the Zoom meeting and all of a sudden I go, I get an email from YouTube saying that my video has been flagged for copyright by iHeartMedia, okay? They're, they're flagging me because I use clips of him talking. Now you guys know most of that video was freeze frame because I use clips of him talking and the clips that they use of Matt Barnes Charlemagne ran to go get my video flagged for copyright. I'm currently fighting it. So I am fighting it. I submitted my dispute. Okay. So I'm waiting to hear back. So what I find very funny is when you listen to Charlemagne's punk ass apology, he took a lot of my talking points that I said in that live stream. Like, how can you call Kwame a bust when this young man did the right thing? He got straight A's. You know, he was able to be a, a student athlete in high school with good grades on the honor roll and had a, and had athletic had a oh God, I can't even say the word, had athleticism. Okay. He was very athletic. You know, one of the top people recruited in the country. So how can he be a bust? Just everything that he did trying to get into the league makes it where he's not a bust. Well, Charlemagne used those same talking points after watching my video and then had the audacity to turn around and flag my shit. Let me go ahead and show y'all this. This is the email I got from YouTube that I'm disputing. So y'all can see right here, um, it says YouTube copyright claim was created for your content. Kwame drags the breakfast club. T.I. addresses accusers in song and Nick Cannon expecting baby number seven. And it clearly says in here, it's claimed by iHeartRadio. So for somebody who tries to constantly act like I don't exist, you're constantly bothered by my commentary. I find that very funny. Now, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to bring y'all down memory lane because a lot of people have been wanting me to talk about the whole Jessica Reed thing and, and you know everything that's coming out because what I'm seeing now is a lot of men and a lot of the mainstream media now trying to trying to uh, jump on this Jessica Reed story, and people are giving people credit who had nothing to do with this story years ago. Okay, now where was these mainstream people like the Shade Room, Funkmaster Flex, and Ebro when this story broke three years ago, and we were getting threatened? Okay, by Charlemagne's lawyers. He was sending several YouTubers cease and desist letters. The person who first broke the story was Star. Okay, Star Terrain. He broke the story and he gave Jessica a platform. Now, I'm going to go ahead and show you guys the one video that's still up. I have timestamps where I want to play that video for you all. Give me just a second to get everything set up. I'm going to play some flashbacks. So this was the video that I first did on the situation, okay? So let me go ahead, let me pull up my notes. Okay, so I want you guys to watch this video here real quick. Give me just a second. Okay, if you guys have not seen the full video, I'll post a link down below. You guys can check it out. Charlemagne's attorneys, they keep removing the video off of social media, but it's currently on my website. Go ahead and check this out.
me uh, address a few things here with regards to this legal edit that came down from Charlemagne's legal team. This is just uh, a demand. Do I have to put the video back up? Do I? I'm not scared, never scared. The video was not about gossip, as they're trying to point out, but they contradict themselves in the letter because in the letter, let me just go right to it, Mr. Terrain, the true facts are in that in 2001, my client, Charlemagne, who was then 22 years of age, hosted a party to celebrate a family member having been awarded a full football scholarship at Penn State. Not 20 years of age, as he so stated during a 2013 interview that some of you keep sending to me. His legal team confirms he was 22 at the time. There's nothing messy here. It's all official documents. I wasn't gossiping. I wasn't talking about what other people were saying. This is a bad reach. This is a bad look from his legal team. They're shook, scared to death, scared to look. I know that's right. Let me go ahead and move to the next section. This is where he's talking with DJ Academics. Graduated. See this, always see this chick with my dude. So I bought, you know, I invited her to the party. See, she was at the party and shit. She got drunk, high, whatever, whatever. Something happened in the room with a couple of my dudes. I'm asking them did they mess with the chick, you know, after the fact, after she pressed charges. And they was like, no. But they was like, yo, she's bugging. I remember the night out. They were like, yo, she's in here bugging out. She's kicking over the TV and she's trying to set shit on fire. I'm like, what the fuck? I have left. So, the next morning, I'm here and she says she got raped. She got raped. So I go to the hood to ask what happened. They're like, yeah, you know, um, you know, my cousin who had got the scholarship, yeah, he's in jail now. I'm like, he's in jail. He's in jail. They said he raped the girl. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I go down to the jailhouse, talk to the detective no, myself. No, they got no one for me. I just told the detective, like, I look, I take full responsibility for anything that ever happened that happened in the house last night. You will take take the case. Okay, so now I'm going to show y'all where he's also talking about this to Andrew Schultz. Give me just this. Oh, but first I hadn't mentioned this because he was trying to lie about his age. time meaning that if he was 22 years old he wouldn't have to pay a crackhead to go buy her liquor he could just get her the liquor himself okay <laughs> then i bought receipts showing how would you have to be to buy liquor in south carolina so i was doing a thorough breakdown so now here's where he's speaking to his uh podcast ho co-host andrew schultz and so I, did. I, I'm I like, got her drunk. I, 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 I remember going, I, I went to the sex store and got Spanish fly. Oh, so you raped her? Shut up. <laughs> Spanish fly. <laughs> they sell it in the sex store. You, I, I'm telling the truth. They, they spell it in the Spanish store. I had to fucking, I had to fucking spell it. They sell it in the sex store, store too. You can put that to a girl's throat yeah, in the sex store. That doesn't mean it's illegal. So I put the Spanish fly in the E&J. We drinking the E&J and shit. So in my mind, I don't know if this shit really worked, but I felt like I got horny as a motherfucker too. So she was drunk and shit, and we had sex and shit, and like a lot of my boys was trying to come in the room and fuck her. I'm like, nah, and she like, I can't, you're not doing that. I'm like, what you're in the tree, man. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> right. so it's so, just one on one, it ain't right. Yeah. So the next dreams are right. So the next morning she wakes up. The next morning she wakes up, and um, we talk about it. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, we had sex. 
She said, okay, well, I'm glad it was you. Then a couple days later, she's like, yo, are you sure only had such a shoot? <laughs> One of my stupid ass cousins was going around saying he fucked it, which he didn't. Okay. I, I know for a fact. Okay, so now let me also play out this part where I bring up the fact. Hold on, come up on the screen. I bring up the fact that this fool had the gall and the audacity to be on the R. Kelly documentary. If you remember around this time, everything was focused on R. Kelly. And who pops up in the docu documentary? No one but Shar Kelly himself. So I spoke about this way back then. So check this out. Make sure I got the right timestamp. Here we go. talking down to Takashi 69 as if he's never been down that road. He's also the same one talking mess about R. Kelly as if he himself didn't plead guilty to the, you know, delinquency of a minor. You know, so the whole situation is just crazy, but I'm not going to call him a rapist. What I am going to say is that some of the things that he said in the past have been very problematic and I can see. Okay, so let me come back on the screen. So that was my first video that I did on this situation. I did that video. That video was published July 14th, 2018. Okay. Shortly after I did that video, I got an email and the email was basically telling Jessica Reed that, you know, she could, it was from star. He had kind of tagged Jessica in there and said, Hey, you know, if you want, you should reach out to lovely T. She's very professional, very unbiased. So I had been, involved with just knowing the ins and outs of all of this way back then okay so let me go ahead and show y'all this receipt give me just a second i got like literally 50 screens and videos up because we're about to break this whole shit down so this was the email here um from Star to me, they had CC, uh, Jessica, and Jocelyn, a YouTube host by the name of T, did a very objective piece on your story. I would suggest contacting her if you decide to do more exclusive interviews, Star, CCT. So Star, and I didn't really know Star like that at the time. I know him now, and, you know, he's he's always just been A1, okay? His opinion's his opinion. He's not here to make friends. He is the hater. And he was also very instrumental in breaking the whole Africa Bombada situation that a lot of the mainstream media and hip hop outlets ignored. OK, so at that point, I had I've never talked to Jessica. Um, she didn't, you know, contact me. I think at that time she was probably dealing more with choke. No joke. So now I come out with my second video. Now, the date of my second video is. August 1st, 2018. That is when I received more information and more paperwork concerning the situation. Because at that time, Charlemagne came out and said that there was a DNA test. He, his DNA was not found. Um, it didn't match her DNA. He spun a whole different narrative. So then I came out with my updated video, breaking stuff down. And that is when he started hitting people with legal letters cease and desist letters and things like that. So I ended up privating the video because at that point, everybody was scared. You know, let's keep it real. We're just, we're just little YouTubers and things like that. He is with this huge conglomerate. You know, he's with iHeartRadio, Revolt TV. 
you know, so when they're sending out these legal letters and they were also taking down videos because I uploaded this video not once but twice because there was even a comment and y'all can see here from two years ago. Let me show y'all this. One of my subscribers had commented this on the video. Okay, y'all can see his comment here. He says, damn, another Charlemagne video got taken down. It's crazy. This is how much this man was going around flagging people's videos, trying to get them in trouble, sending out legal letters. He did not want anybody talking about this situation. So I had privated my video. This video, I had not seen this video in over two years until I started going back to, you know, rewatch and get ready for the stream. So let me just show y'all this. My, this is the back end of my YouTube. Let me go ahead and break this down to y'all real quick. Give me just a second. Just so y'all don't be like, oh, she just made it private today. No, I didn't. This video has been private since 2018, okay? I'm going to show y'all, I think, is this? Okay, yep, this is the video here. When a video is private, you cannot comment. You can't do anything. Let me come on the screen with y'all. Just a second. Okay. So when it's private, nobody can comment. Nobody can say anything. So I didn't just make this private today. So now what I'm going to do is make the video unlisted. So you guys will see the last comment that was placed on this video. This is how shook Charlemagne had everybody back in 2018. Okay. So I'm going to make my video unlisted right now. Click done. And I'm going to hit save. Now, let me go ahead and refresh this video here. So this is the same video. Now, remember, there were no comments because it's been privated. Let me hit refresh. Now, y'all see the comments. Now that I've made it unlisted, you can see the comments. The last, the most recent comment on this video was from two years ago. Somebody named Jermaine Scott says, Go to CNN, not make a YouTube from two years ago, okay? So this is how, I, I never deleted my video. I just made it private because I didn't want no smoke. But at this point, I just, I don't care. Who the fuck is he, okay? I see 10,000 people in here. Please hit the like button. Let's bring more people in here. Now I'm gonna play you bits from this video. This video has not been seen in over two years, okay? I'm going to play y'all some bits and pieces from this video. So give me just a second here. Let me get my timestamps together. Okay, so at four minutes into the video, Jessica is doing a documentary series um, with Choke No Joke. And she's basically talking about, and I'm not going to play the whole thing, just a bit of it. She's talking about the whole drink situation and what kind of happened to her when she got to the party. And mind you, at this point, Jessica Reed is only 15 years old. So let me go ahead and get that timestamp. Give me just a second here. Drinks. He told me that I could trust him. I was like his sister. He would let nothing happen to me that night. He repeatedly asked me over and over and over if I wanted to drink. And even after telling him no several times, he still pressured me. I finally took a drink. 
Now, mind you, I'm 15 years old. I'm a child. I'm a minor. I'm being pressured into drinking by someone who I thought I could trust. I let my guards down. And I said, you know what? This is my friend. He won't let anything happen to me. And he betrayed me. He allowed his friends or cousins or whoever they be. He allowed his friends or cousins or whoever those guys were to take advantage of me. And he himself took advantage of me as well. Okay. So that was her talking about it. Now, this is me talking about the DNA situation that I broke down uh, several years ago. Okay, right here. Asking about the DNA. They're saying, you know what? Charlemagne submitted DNA. He submitted hair follicles. He was found innocent. Now, I thought the documents that Charlemagne the God released, um, the video that I did last, I thought that was going to be the information, the smoking gun, showing that the DNA test proved, you know, 99.99%. He's not, you know, not the father, but like he wasn't involved in the crime. But when I went over the documents, okay, yes, Charlemagne did submit DNA evidence, okay? But you guys have to realize that Monk's Corner, South Carolina, hell, all the damn South Carolina, honey, because I lived in South Carolina for about five years. I owned my first home in South Carolina, okay? So I know how South Carolina works. It's such a poor state. And that's not to be derogatory. That's not to be mean. But people who live in South Carolina, y'all know damn well South Carolina's poor as fuck, okay? And especially back then. So what I, I say that to say this, okay? Yes, he submitted his DNA. But with Jessica's mother not going forward, okay, with the trial, not trying to go forward and press charges, they felt there was no reason for them to waste that money to test it. DNA testing and forensic testing is not cheap, okay? This didn't take place somewhere in the Midwest or like in a city with a lot of money. This was a little bitty Monk's Corner, South Carolina. So yes, did he give DNA? He did, but they never tested it. So we don't know 100%, you know, for sure, you know what I mean, if he's innocent or if he's guilty. We just don't know because the DNA does not exonerate him because the test was never ran. It was just collected. And when I went through those documents, that's what it said. It was literally just collected. It was never tested. So, okay, so that was me talking about it. And now I'm going to skip to where I talk about Jessica Reed's mom, um, her audio, Oh, no, I was holding her accountable. Uh, I don't know. I was saying something. I took notes. Let me see here. At 12 minutes, I want to skip forward a little bit. 1227. Okay. If it was a domestic situation or something with the child, if people did not want to pursue the case, like the parents, they could just say, you know what, I don't want to take my child you know, to try, I don't want them to go through this or, you know, I'm embarrassed and they could fall back. Just like if it was a domestic situation, let's say a husband was beating the wife and, you know, they come, they see the bruises, but then the wife later doesn't want to testify because now they're back together, everything's all good. They would drop the case. Well, nowadays in 2018, it's not like that anymore. If something happens to a child, regardless if the parents want to pursue the case or not, the state is going to take over. Just like if something happens on a domestic violence situation, just like with Emily B's old goofy ass, 
even though she no longer wants to press charges on her husband, you well, know, he's not her husband. That's just a baby daddy. On Fabulous, the state has picked up the case and Fabulous will end up going to trial. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it is nowadays because so many people would, you know, just not want to show up. They would not want to testify. So now the state takes over the case. But back then when Jessica was a child, the state couldn't take over the case because that wasn't law. And Okay, so that is my video from a few years ago that has been privated to this day. So people looking for the video, asking what happened, because they knew I talked about it. That is what happened to that video, okay? He basically was going around scaring YouTubers, punking YouTubers, and forcing them to take down that video via his legal team, okay? Um, and, you know, and on top of that, it was just kind of disheartening because the energy, you know, several years ago was very different. People were accusing us of clout chasing. There was somebody in the comments here. Let me see if I can find her comment. It, it was just like nonsense because people were just such fans of his that even women were in the comment section saying goofy stuff like, oh, you're just doing this for clicks and views. You're just doing this for attention. But it's like, what attention and what clicks and views? Anything about a serious topic is automatically demonetized. You're not making no money off of it. The video was demonetized. And then on top of that, you're having to deal with all of his fans coming and attacking you and sending you threats and everything else. So I just find it funny now that the energy is so different, especially with the media. When none of the YouTubers who were talking about this back then, we weren't protected. We, we weren't shown any type of solidarity. People turned their backs on Star. He lost some relationships for bringing that out. But now everybody wants to forget about the folks who put in work to get the story out there. And now all the praises are going to Funkmaster Flex. What the, like, what, in what world? Like, this is just silly to me. You know, so I just find it very interesting now, now that there's a discussion on this whole Jessica Reed thing. Now, also what I broke down, um, with that whole Jessica Reed situation, it was later on confirmed. Cause like I was saying back then, how it was, was even if it was a domestic situation, something with, with the child, if the parent did not want to move forward, you know, let's say somebody was like, well, we'll pay you. Just don't go stand trial. Just don't move forward with the case. Don't press charges. So many people would do that. And that would happen in domestic situations, too, where a man may put his hands on his woman. The police come, you know, she claims she's going to press charges. He says some sweet nothings to her. Now they're back together. Charges drop. Well, nowadays, the state doesn't care. They're going to pick it up. OK, that's the same thing that happened with Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. She chose not to pursue it, even though she kept screaming all that hot girl shit. She didn't go down there and go pursue it herself. The state picked up the case and charged Tory. It wasn't because Meg went down there and cooperated. But again, when you speak the truth, you're a hater. I just don't get it. But anyways, um, let me go ahead and show you guys the audio of Jessica's mother speaking on this. Let me see if I can find it here. If he was going to be a friend to us. He came to us and said, don't worry, nothing's going to happen to her. 
cannot make sure that she be safe. He eluded us to believe and trust in him. And then he turns around and violates my daughter by raping and drugging her. And then he gets away with it. When I made the decision not for my daughter to testify, I was focused on her well-being. And I wanted the best for her. I didn't want to put her in a stand to relive all of that pain and suffering. If he was. Okay, so you guys just heard her mother basically say the same thing I had said in that video. Is that she did not allow her child to testify. Hence why they didn't move forward. Now, let me also go ahead and show y'all these other receipts. Because I still have the receipts from the case. The legal documents. And in these legal documents, they state the same thing. Let me go ahead and pull this up here. Where is that at? I think this is it. Here we go. So all this, I yeah, there was DNA evidence. I took a DNA test. Here go the legal documents. Okay. One thing about us, this isn't the rumor report like Angela Yee, that dried up show. We don't report our rumors here. Unlike them, we bring receipts. Okay. This new generation, we're about receipts. We're about facts. We don't care about rumors from People Magazine, rumors from E! News and all that goofy shit. Okay. So here goes the, um, the documents here. The PDF from the case. South Carolina. And these are the parts that's important that I'm going to show y'all. August 29, 2001. And it says Leonard L. McClarvey did in Berkeley County between the 8th day of June 2001 and the 9th day of June 2001, knowingly and willfully encourage aid or cause to do acts which were intended to cause or influence Jessica Nicole Reed to deport herself in a manner so as to will as to willfully injure and endanger her morals or her health. Okay, that is what he was charged on. Now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Okay, the DNA that everybody keeps hollering. There was DNA. There was DNA. It says right here, clear as day, blood, saliva, no analysis performed. It was not performed because Jessica did not go down there. Okay. This is all of the information right here. Also, let me uh, read this highlight. The state allowed, now this was written in 2018 for immediate release. This was um, a statement that they released to bloggers who were looking for a statement. They said the state allowed Mr. McCleavy or Clevy, whatever, to plead guilty to contributing to the delinquency of a minor and agreed to dismiss the remaining charges. The plea was negotiated because the alleged victim in the manner did not cooperate with the prosecutors. Hence why everything was dropped, okay? So he was not found not guilty because DNA evidence showed that his semen or saliva wasn't found on her. He literally was found not guilty because of luck. Because her because her mother didn't want to put her through that. Her mother just decided not to let her testify. She was only 15, so she can't go against her mother. So it was because of sheer luck. 
that he's not sitting in prison. So is he guilty of rape or the R word? Technically, technically, no, because he got off, because he pled to that. But as far as all this DNA talk that a lot of these guys keep trying to use as, as a deflection, there was no DNA analysis at all. They could, even if he submitted his DNA, they couldn't match it to hers because she never went down there. She didn't cooperate. And that is what people are missing. So now, I feel like I'm in a damn court of law. Next case. <laughs> so now, we have all of this stuff coming out, right? So we have Kwame, you know, going off on the Breakfast Club. And he's the one who kind of brings it to light because he's a celebrity. And so now we have Funkmaster Flex and Hot 97 all of a sudden speaking on this situation, which I just I, I just find this very, very comical that they're now speaking on this. They have a lot to add to the, you know, to the conversation. So let me go ahead and pull up their clips in case you guys missed these. Okay. So let's let's start with uh let's start with Ebro. We'll, we'll do Ebro's clip first, and then I'll play y'all a, a snippet of Funkmaster Flex. So th this is what old man Ebro had to say about the situation as to why you know he didn't speak up, and now he's talking about it, which I just I don't know. It's just comical to me. All right. And I've had the documents and I've had the police paperwork for years. And the reason I've left it alone was mostly because I didn't want it to contribute to the pile on part one. Part two, I didn't want to get involved in somebody else's mess. Um, and part three is 17 years old. But I'm being told that now that people are talking about it because you chose to jump into the Kwame Brown conversation, Charlotte. That you're sending out cease and desist for people to not talk about it? And for that, you get... Congratulations. You played yourself. Because when you was on the air for, for weeks talking about Mr. C and what he had going on, nobody said you were cease and desist. When you was going at Funk Flex for the non-charge that he got with regard to him and his wife, nobody said you were ceasing to sit. When you went at Cypher Sounds and re-edited audio to get him in trouble, nobody said you were ceasing to sit. When you released audio of Floyd Mayweather and his problematic reading, Nobody said you were cease and desist. But now people are bringing up your stuff. And you want to send the lawyers? That's not clean, bro. Congratulations. You played yourself. And I know you, look, you're trying to move on with your career. You got the books. You got working on TV shows. I understand, bro. I get it. I get why you're sending the lawyers. But as long as you're in this radio game and you wanted to jump up and key, key, key with Matt Barnes and all of them and because you are in control of that podcast and you wanted to promote that podcast, 
that podcast is a part of the the network that you put together under iHeart. You wanted to help promote that, but you kicked the hornet's nest with Kwame Brown. All right. So you guys just heard what old man Ebro had to say. Shout out to all 12,000 people watching. Please make sure y'all hit that like button. So now I want to play you guys just a snippet of what Funkmaster Flex was ranting and raving about. Um, I didn't even think about it. Hold on. Give me just a second here to pull up his rant. Okay, it's coming up. All right. I told you I got a lot of stuff to break down. I'm, I'm, I'm when I say I'm gonna break something down, I'm break it all the way down. So this is what Funkmaster Flex had to say. I, I want you to do, I want you to let me in on the joke. I want let us in on the joke. Let us in on the joke about putting pills in a woman's drink and having sex with her and she's incoherent. Because I'm gonna tell you something, my brother, and I'm gonna end this. You seem to look up to R. Kelly and his sex tape with the 14-year-old. You and your wife, I guess that's what you do. You like to have sex with people when they're incoherent. You did it on spring break. And you expect us to believe. You describe yourself like that. You say that's what you do. But you want us to believe this one girl, Jessica Reed, you didn't do that. It was your boys. You're a liar. Keep sending out your cease and desist. You're doing the right thing, buddy. Child, you don't get out here with them old-ass bombs. So that is what Funkmaster Flex had to say. So we're going to let me read some super chats here because I know y'all are in the comment section going in. I appreciate the love. Um, let's see here. Uh, Shay said, I'm sneaking at work listening to your live. You look absolutely stunning. Love the hair, boo. Thank you so much. Honey, everybody's in here trying to get this tea. Okay, let's go. Uh, Carissa Allen sent 999 says, hey, doll. Hey, Carissa. Thank you so much, love. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, King Kai Ya Israel sent 499. Thank you so much. Uh, Capono sent $140 in Zara money. Says, I love the blonde hair. Much love from South Africa. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Don Swab produ uh, production says, sis, tell sis, uh, cause today you got time. Screw the trolls. We appreciate your breakdowns because unlike Fox news, it's fair and balanced. Love you, sis. Love you too. And thank you so much for the love. Uh, Tony Krause says, please let them know T. I wish I could put a dripping receipt gift right now. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see here. Um, Lupe says, I love your CBD pain relief cream. Need a bigger jar. Keep holding these people's feet to the fire. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're loving the products. I really appreciate it. Make sure y'all go to dopebeautyproducts.com. That's where I sell all my skin and, and um, hair products. So thank you so much. Uh, let's see here. Dorian Brooks says, hey, Miss T, just wanted to say that I'm in my last 12 weeks of the welding program and graduating on the 4th. 21 um, in July, been sipping since middle school. Congratulations and thank you for taking on the trade. Cause like I've been saying on this channel, we need more welders, we need more plumbers, we need more blue collar people. Everybody can't be a, a Matt Barnes. <laughs> Everybody can't be a LeBron James or a Beyonce. There's nothing wrong with blue collar work. 
we need more skilled workers. So congratulations to you and thank you for just being an OG T-Sipper. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. Matthew A says, big facts. T is probably the only YouTuber who discusses all topics, sports included. What the fuck are they talking about? Let them know, bro. Let them know. Thank you so much. I love when the fellas come through and they have my back. I'm one of the few females I can talk about a gambit of everything. That's why a lot of these chicks don't like me because the only thing they can talk about is fucking and sucking and about everybody else's personal business. Okay, you notice now all these female tea blogs are now hitting on the Kwame store and not talking about sports. They were never talking about sports before. Been talking about sports on this channel. So thank you so much for having my back on that, Matt. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Arlie says everything Kwame said was the truth. Mama's cooking. I know that's right. Sprinkle some that seasoning on there. <laughs> Uh, Beesrill says, T, you talk about everything. Anyone telling you you don't know what you're talking about hasn't been watching. Big ups to you. I need to be in the Discord. When does it open back up? Uh, send me an email, sis. I got you. Thank you so much. Let them know. We talk about everything around these parts. Because, again, as a black female, I should be telling young girls how to be gold diggers and, you know, get that bag and get pregnant by an athlete. As opposed to teaching them about the game and teaching about, you know, uh, college scandals and how they do student student athletes and things like that. We're not supposed to be educated on that. We're just supposed to want to be, you know, what I'm saying come dumpsters for NBA players. Not on this channel. No, ma'am. Not on this channel. Let's see here. Uh, Johnny SST finally caught a stream. Would you ever bring Kwame on your show? Both of you keep it honest and real. I would love, um, I would love it. Love you. Stay blessed. I would have no problem talking to Kwame. You know what I'm saying? I haven't disagreed with anything that he says. You know what I'm saying? He seems very fair and balanced. I would have no problem talking to him. You know, as long as the respect is mutual, I'm, I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've never been offended by anybody's opinion. Even when people wanted me to drag Kevin Samuels, I'm like, I just don't care like that. If you don't like his content, don't watch. He's not forcing people to call into his show. Do I agree with, you know, everything I've seen? No. But at the end of the day, he has a right to say what he wants to say. Again, you support people with your eyeballs, with your views, with your likes. So if, if you don't like something, don't watch. Same thing I tell folks here. If you don't like the way I talk, you know, the fact that I curse or just whatever makes you uncomfortable, move around. There's plenty of other people that you can watch. So, yeah, I would have no problem talking to Kwame. So thank you for that. Uh, let's see here. Kelly Renee says, first, lovely Joe, now lovely Sharla. A lot of lovelies out here. Yeah, we call Charlemagne, Charlemagne the T. And then we call Joe Budden, lovely Joe. Because they have both been guilty of literally watching my stream and then turning around and regurgitating verbatim shit that's been said on my stream. But then they act like I don't exist. And it's not just me. They do that to a lot of YouTubers. That's what even her Angela G, Angela Yee's whole rumor report is basically her watching people's YouTube videos and regurgitating. Just like the real. We've seen Lonnie Love watch my stream and then turn around and regurgitate my shit on national television. But they won't credit me, though. They won't credit my research, but they will use it. And that's why a lot of these people are pressed. This is why you have mainstream radio jocks like Flunkmaster, Flex, and Ebro trying to talk on some shit that usually would be YouTube. See, the problem is old media is dying. 
Nobody's checking for radio like that, bro. Nobody's checking for television like that. Remember when the women of the real, they were crying tattoo tears. Oh, we don't like the fact that these bloggers, they're taking our job. You know, we have to shoot within a certain amount of time and they can just post videos whenever. Why are you process called competition? We was here first. Y'all was supposed to be talking about real stuff. Y'all started talking about, you know, gossipy celebrity stuff. Remember, y'all was supposed to be about empowerment. That's what y'all, that's what that initial show premise was. Then y'all started being messy trying to keep it with YouTubers. But see, the problem is when y'all get drugged, y'all sponsors hear about it. When people don't like what we say, we don't give a fuck. You get the middle finger. We tell them to go elsewhere. We're not changing our stance and how we speak. And that's the difference. Y'all are not free to speak how y'all want to speak on national television like we are here on YouTube. This is why many content creators, we get more views. We get more people on our live streams. We get more super chats. We get more people supporting us than these mainstream people. And now they're trying to talk about YouTube, you know, YouTube gossip, YouTube trends. So that way they can get in the algorithm. Because again, if they really cared about Jessica Reed, why wasn't this conversation had three years ago when it was viral on YouTube in the black sector? None of these outlets wanted to touch it. But now that a celebrity has spoken on it and they want to jump on the Kwame train, now they're speaking on it as if this is some type of new discovery. And this is why I'm here to break it down and bring y'all the receipts and show y'all who really put it out there. Okay? It was people like Star who bought this to the forefront. Not Funkmaster Flex, not Ebro. So now, let me go ahead and read a few more. Uh, Just Me says, T, you look gorgeous, loving the hair. Keep doing you, queen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Virgin Islands Finest says, love you, T, stay positive. Scumbag Charlemagne. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. Nick Norris says, hello, ma'am. I need to know. I need you to know that you are everything. I started following you back with the whole I'm going to leave Will shenanigans. I love that about you. Hold everyone accountable. You look beautiful as usual. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat, Nick. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Carla Diaz sent 1999 says, Hey T, this is my first time sending the super chat. I'm listening to you in my garage on my speaker and my neighbor came over. Now we're both listening to you for the T love your commentary. Well, thank you so much. And they're in Iowa Well, shout out to you guys. Shout out to the Midwest. Hi to you and your neighbor. Thank you guys for watching me. I appreciate it. Um, Marvin D says, Hey sis, you look beautiful as always love the hair. Thank you so much, Marvin. Uh, let's see here. Shirley, uh, Shirley C sent $2, says T, YT needs to stop playing with the notifications. Uh, you know YT, they, they're always on that. Just make sure you follow me on Twitter. Um, I post stuff on there, and I also post stuff on the YouTube, um, what is it, the membership community page, just to remind people when I'm live streaming. Uh, Tiffany Moore says, finally caught a live, wanted to share some of my coins, waiting to catch the Discord, appreciate your work. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, semi-ratchetness and five dollars is T you better come clean. You're not a YouTuber. You're a prosecutor. You don't ever come out here without evidence. They can run, but they cannot hide. Thank you so much. And seeing that's the difference between us, because again, I don't have no conglomerate behind me. So if I come out with some bullshit and I don't have receipts, I can be sued personally. 
They're not going to sue iHeartRadio. I'm not under fucking iHeartRadio. They're not going to sue ABC. They can come after me. So that is why a lot of people online who blog and who do YouTube, we have more integrity than the people who are corporate backed because we have to have receipts. And if we're wrong in our information, y'all know if I've ever been wrong about anything, I've had no problem coming back and clearing it up. That's what you do when you misspeak or when your information isn't correct. You clear it up as soon as possible. So that is the difference. I'm always going to keep my integrity and I'm always going to bring receipts. So thank you so much for that. Uh, let's see here. Jessica Kelly <laughs> says, uh, CTG is the biggest hypocrite. He works my last nerve and is the main reason why I stopped listening to the breakfast club. Facts. Facts. Now, let me also play you guys this clip, right? This is how much of a hypocrite this man is. See, a lot of people... I, you know, at first I was a fan of The Breakfast Club. I was. I watched all the time. But then over the years, I just saw his bullshit and this whole fake positivity and I'm so woke and I go to a counselor and, you know, I'm such a new person. Please. He's the same person. He's just a new person because when HBO dropped his ass behind the whole Jessica Reed situation, he had to, you know, he had to turn around that crazy persona. But he's still the same person underneath. Now, let me go ahead and, and share with you guys this video. Now, you remember a few years back, he drugged the hell out of Funkmaster Flex when Funkmaster Flex got into some trouble with his wife. Charlemagne not only pulled out legal paperwork and was saying he was going to tweet it to his audience, spoke on this, him, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, they all spoke on Funkmaster Flex's business. This is why I have no problem showing Charlemagne's legal paperwork. He did the same thing to Funkmaster Flex. Let me go ahead and refresh y'all's memory for a lot of y'all who are not up to par and don't know this. Let me go ahead and play this. Um, this is coming from, shout out to Brandon Banks. This is his video. And there's a whole thing about how he previously did abuse another radio personality, Steph Lover, who did formerly work at Power 105. Uh -huh. And then apparently he's been abusing his wife. Wow. And she did have to take out a restraining order against him. Now, your wife, the mother of your kids, has an order of protection against you. And this isn't the first time he's been arrested for hitting a woman. He got arrested for hitting Steph Lover, as Angelique just said, back in 2003. He got arrested last year for beating a woman. That woman turned out to be his wife. Wow. So you're a habitual woman beat. The emphasis on bitch. Yeah. As I said, he always only goes at women, but... It goes so far as to put your hands on women, though. Now, see, now I don't. You guys didn't hear the nine one one calls. And I got a chance to hear the nine one one calls made from his house, and and they really hurt my heart just just to hear the fear. Mm -hmm. And and I'm I'm sure the nine one one calls will be released if, if I mean I have them, and I just I I've, I've never felt this way in my life to hear this. You know how many times he must have beat up his wife in order for her to have to file an order of protection? I mean, a man's job in the household is to protect and provide. Right. If your wife has to get an order of protection on you, you have failed as a father and husband. Right. All right, domestic violence is a very serious issue, though. Not only does it affect the woman, but it also affects your children. What does it do to the child? What does it do things? to the child that witnessed this? Well, they said 75% of boys who are present when their mothers are beaten were later identified as having behavioral problems. Mm -hmm. And they said children from homes with domestic violence are five to seven times more likely to experience significant 
psychological problems. Right. Lower order, IQ scores and everything. Depression. Damn. The order of protection is online right now. It's, uh, it's his wife, Monica Taylor, against Funkmaster Flex, Aston Taylor, 45-year-old Funkmaster Flex. <laughs> you know, it, it's on Bossup right now. I'm, I'm actually going to tweet it out because I actually want people to see this. This guy has a problem. But, but like, like, he's an like, habitual offender. But we're not, going, we're not going back and forth anymore. Like, for real, for real, as a community, he needs help. He needs he somebody to stand there and help him. All right, so y'all just saw that. Do y'all see the hypocrisy? So when it was Frontmaster Flex, they had no problem going in. They don't. I didn't know Frontmaster Flex's wife is, you know, wife's name. Said the woman's whole name. Showed the police report. But as soon as it's about Charlemagne, everybody got sent cease and desist letters. Everybody got threatened with with legal stuff. And that's one thing I do agree with Ebro on that he stated that was not a lie. When Ebro said, when you sat here and talked about Funkmaster Flex and other people at Hot 97, we didn't send you a cease and desist. We didn't say anything. We just ate it. And that's my issue. Like I always tell you, I can't stand people who can dish it but can't take it. Okay? you got, And, and that's the thing that I see sometimes in the commentary community. Well, you got motherfuckers on YouTube who want to give their opinion about everything under the sun. Okay? They will drag and, and be super opinionated. But as soon as people are dragging them or saying something about them, now they're in their feelings. Now they want to flag videos. Now they want to go run to YouTube and all this goofy shit. I've had people drag me, talk cold shit about me, and guess what? I didn't give two shits. Bitch, have fun. Because all you're doing is bringing more people to my channel. I'm not going to respond to you. I don't care. Why? Because one, I do commentary. If I can give my opinion about everything under the sun, if I can do shit, I damn well better be able to take it. And I have. I've been drugged by all types of people on this platform. And one thing you've never seen me do is go and flag nobody's video, cry and say, oh, this person said this about me. This person said that about me. Titi didn't give one fuck. Titi kept doing her live streams, kept making her videos, kept putting food on her kids' table and kept it moving. Okay. So that's what I don't respect about people who want to do commentary. But then the second they're the subject of conversation, now there's legal letters, there's flaggings, they're running the YouTube, they're telling the white man, you know, all this stuff. Oh, I thought you was pro-black, Mr. Umar. Y'all remember when he ran to YouTube, tag YouTube, him and his secretary, when I did the video on him. That's why now I make sure when I do videos on Umar, they're podcasts, because you can't touch my shit on Spotify, Umar. Don't like the white man, but had no problem snitching on me to YouTube, hoping YouTube would take down my video. And they replied back and said they weren't taking down nothing. Oh, tin hat, koofy head ass. <laughs> Shout out to um somebody on Star Show said that. I just laughed because I'm always talking about, you know, a tin hat, you know, my tin hat tingling. And somebody said somebody tin hat koofy. I fell out. It just reminded me of Umar. So, yeah, you have a lot of people who can dish it, who cannot take it. And Charlemagne is that person. Now, let's also, this is another reason why I stopped kind of fooling with the Breakfast Club, because after a while, his jokes and his perversions were just not funny. It just was not funny. And the disrespect of Logic and Logic's sister was not funny. So he don't like to talk about the R word when it comes to Jessica Reed. But he had no problem disrespecting Logic and asking his sister. I mean, asking him who are his sister. So let me go ahead and play you guys these clips real quick of Charlemagne and his, you know, just his his atrocious habits. 
Okay, give me just a second here. Oop, wrong window, hold on. I told y'all I have this, I don't know how long this, I've been out here for an hour, this stream might be two hours long, but we gonna break down all this shit. I don't know if y'all got something to do, but I ain't got nothing to do, so we gonna break all this down today. Okay. Not worth it. If Takashi 69, if Takashi 69 beats this case, I'll suck his dick. You know what I'm shit. <laughs> oh my God. This is creepy. Oh my God. Miko, all jokes aside, would you suck his dick? For what? If he beats this case? Oh, no. <laughs> are you are you a registered sex offender? Nah, I'm not. Um but but I mean you, nah, I'm not. You could actually look it up on your computer right there. Yeah, I did. I, 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 that's why. That's why yeah. I asked. Because I mean, you can't, be, you can't believe nothing you see on the internet. That's what I'm asking you. Right? Got... If I was to ever, you know, be getting raped by another man, yeah, yikes! I would offer him head. Fuck that! Yo, I ain't sucking no dude's dick, bro. Wrong that's scary. Get raped, retired. yo. So, hold on. Yo, fucking wrong with you. Was he's doing good now? He's, he's doing, doing good summer now. now, but it's crazy. It's all about who the hell raped your sister? Oh man, I don't want to get into that. It's a little yeah, too right. gonna pop up. And so if it's just if it's like twins and that's right. How are you with your penis? Yeah, just stay humble. Right. At the end of the tour, she got us all iPods. And she's oh, See, and y'all at y'all the age where y'all can sneak in her dress room when she's getting Fine, dressed I'm and she wouldn't trip. You know what I'm saying? They can see her naked and they wouldn't trip. It's like, oh, it's just them. She get dressed in front of y'all. Hide in the closet, pop out. Yes. I just say I'm disgusted at how Charmaine is. You know what? He's 14 years old. What do you think about Charlotte Man? What do you think about him? So is your penis. <laughs> Wait a few years. And it look All like right. your father's head. Michael Jackson and Insecure. You can't talk about hamsters after you talk about your butt. I got six dollars. Can you can I see what that mouth did over six dollars? How much you got in it? Twenty six dollars. No. You let me in and run a train on you right now. You can buy me a drink for twenty six dollars. Whoa. Can we slip something in your drink? Did they take twenty six dollars? Whoa. Can we slip something in your drink? Did they take you back? You're a sick person. I love it. I did. I couldn't help it. You, I mean, you're just. Mm. Mm. That was fails. All right, honey. Dude definitely has issues. That the ending was him sniffing Jennifer Lopez's seat. And y'all remember a few streams ago when I was saying the Breakfast Club needs to shut the fuck up, having all these opinions about Joe Budden. And his situation with the Olivia Dope uh, lady, okay? Because you're not too far removed from just sniffing women's seats a few years ago, Charlemagne. And for him to be talking about penises with those two little boys, with Michael Blackson's twins, totally unacceptable. But people have allowed him to get away with this behavior because it's supposed to be funny. And it, I just, I don't find it funny. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um, Jay Williams says to the hater in the back, Juliet saying T got a big ego. Sis is a YouTube legend. Julie, pay your rent and stay in your bum ass place, sis. Thank you. And I, I cussed her out in the chat. I said, Juliet, get the fuck out, bitch. If my ego's so big, leave. Why are you here? Okay. 
You don't have to watch me. It's funny that when I speak with confidence and I bring and I speak truth, all of a sudden has to do with ego. I'm the most humblest person you'll ever meet. Okay, just because I don't talk meek and shy and oh my God, and you know, I don't act all prissy and bougie, however the fuck you want me to act, does not mean that I have a big ego. So again, Juliet, you you can go. Bye. Thank you so much for the super chat, Jay. I appreciate you. Um, Andre B sent 1999 says, YT didn't send my first super chat. Found your channel after my mom passed and I have been watching since. That was 10 years ago and I found out my sister watches you too. And I had to hop on late, but I'm, a, but I'm gonna after I watch. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thanks for coming through today, sis. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Hillary Gilliam. Sorry if I mispronounced it. Sent 10 says, hey, auntie, you didn't come to play. You are speaking facts. I even got my boyfriend to be a tea sipper now. We enjoy your content. <laughs> Thank you. I love when couples watch me because, again, it's something that you guys can discuss from the live streams, from the video. So that's awesome. I'm glad he's a tea sipper. Thank you guys both for supporting my channel. Uh, Shannon G says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Disgusting. What did he say to that small child? He is vile. Child, it wasn't one child. They're twins. It was two of them. I couldn't play the full, you know, video, but it's two little boys. It's two twins that he's talking to. Disgusting. But again, people play his jokes off like it's just funny and it's just not. It's not. And that's why I don't understand why he's such on this high horse now. And he thinks he can look down at Joe and at these other men when they make mistakes when this was just two, three, four, five years ago. Um, let's see here. Jojo sent $14. Says, hey, T, I've, I love the hair. I've never liked him. I remember how you treated little mama and other black women. I never liked his vibes. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Somebody else says, the fact that Charlemagne sent a cease and desist and apologize shows his guilt. Love you, T. You are a national treasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Thank you. Um, Let's see here. Original Pastel since six ninety nine says, T, I'm not sure if I'm right, but when Shar Kelly did the right, wasn't the girl throwing up? It sounds ritualistic to me. Love you and thank you. Oh, when he did the R. <sighs> yeah, it, it's, it's a lot to this whole situation. It's very, very disturbing. We're, we got more stuff to cover. Uh, let's see here. Financial Hot sent $10 says, Looking scrumptious as always, T. Me and my girl may have to get you some drink, may have to get some drinks with you next time you're in Dallas. She's loving the blonde on you. Thank you so much. Thank you to you and your girlfriend for supporting my stream. I appreciate y'all. And yeah, I definitely have to come down to Texas soon. I had a good time last time I was there. So thank you. Uh, young Kobe, same five dollars says, Don't worry, T. Since they thirsty, we handing out tall glasses. Let them know. Any hater in the chat, hand their ass a tall glass and shut the F up. Get them out of there. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Occult Jim says, we need to boycott the Breakfast Club and their sponsors for Jessica. Protect the kids, protect women, protect blacks. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, SH sent $10 and says, Charlemagne always talks about voodoo and hoodoo in South Carolina. I strongly believe he played a Gullah Geechee root worker to make the case get dismissed, huh? Well, like I always say, truth is stranger than fiction. And we all know it doesn't work if you don't believe. And many of us do believe in that type of stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised. I live in South Carolina. They're definitely 
definitely heavy into hoodoo and, you know, root work and things like that. And, you know, all of that stuff to me is not evil. There's good and bad in everything, you know, even the Christian religion, because I have Christians who get mad when I say that, but there's good and bad in everything. You can find nuances of bad things in the Bible as well. So, yeah, I, I definitely I'm not going to say that's what happened, but I mean, it could be a possibility. You just never know. So thank you so much for that. Um, so let me see here. Now, I want to bring this up really quick. I don't know if y'all remember this, but I remember this because this was back when I was watching The Breakfast Club. Back in 2011, Charlemagne the God's father, he, who remembers, put a teacup if y'all remember when his father got arrested. He was at MetLife Stadium in New York. Um, it was a Jets game, and he got into it with some fans there. I think he was. it was Jets versus Dallas Cowboys, and he's a big Dallas Cowboys fan. So the daddy got into it with these people, and they were arguing, going back and forth. Charlemagne's dad ends up pulling out a taser and starts just tasing motherfuckers, okay? Just tasing people and shit. I don't know why, but I guess I don't know if his team was winning or losing. I don't know. This was 2011. All I know, he was tasing people. The police had to get involved. He had to be arrested and everything else. It was a hot damn mess. This went viral. Do you know that Charlemagne the God, I cannot find this episode because I looked for it. I could only find a blog post. He refused to give his father donkey of the day. I get it, though, because that's his daddy. Shout out to all 13,000 people in here. That's his daddy. He said he's not going to give his father donkey of the day. His father was supposedly protecting himself. Let me show you all this blog post. I couldn't find the audio from his donkey of the day segment that, that year because this was a long time ago. But here goes a, a post from uh, Ryan's with Snitch back in 2011. Charlemagne defends his dad. Okay. So they say the day after Charlemagne's Donkey of the Day segment, Charlemagne tells his side of the story and defends his father's right to protect himself. Charlemagne says that there was already animosity because his father was wearing a Cowboys jersey at a Jet stadium, and the tension got worse after his dad didn't stand during the national anthem because he's a Jehovah's Witness. And when the Marine next to him wouldn't allow him to pass peacefully to go to the restroom, that's when things went left. So now, again, slight hypocrisy. Isn't it funny that he can understand the nuances with his dad? He didn't want to give his dad donkey of the day. And I get that because that's his father. But he had no problem blasting somebody else's father and telling just all their business. Okay? And your father literally snuck in a taser. So by that logic, did that give us the right to go around and say that your father's a violent man? And, and you're, de you know, predisposed to being violent because of his antics at the stadium? No. You, you can't put the sins of the father on the son. So I don't understand, again, why he tried to do that to Kwame. So that whole situation was nuts. Now, on top of that, after he got all this backlash, after, you know, he quoted things from my live stream in his apology. I'm going to go ahead and play y'all his apology. And y'all can hear the things that he quoted. Um, let me play y'all his apology first. He decided to apologize two days ago on The Breakfast Club. But what we noticed first, though, before the apology came, they deleted that segment. So they took down that entire segment. And you know, usually The Breakfast Club, they're not going to take anything down. But when you went to that video, it had so many dislikes. Everybody was talking about my mama's cooking and seasoning and, you know, quoting Kwame and, you know, just 
going in on the breakfast club. They couldn't take the heat. They deleted the video. So let me go ahead and play you guys his apology really quick here. Give me just a second. Okay, I titled it Charlemagne the Clown's Apology. So y'all can go ahead and listen to his apology. Give me just a second here. Pull up this screen. All right, here we go. Don't get it. I didn't even think about when I spoke on, you know, Kwame and his family, how many people were impacted by those things I was speaking on. I mean, that's that's generational. Okay, I, I caused pain and unintentionally unintentionally poked at people's wounds. Okay, wounds that will probably never heal. And I can't take back those words, but I can't apologize. You know, I think oftentimes we, meaning black people, we fight each other with our demons, whether true or false, whatever is the worst thing we know about a person or think we, or think we know about a person, we default to that. And that was not my intention. I was not in any way, shape, or form trying to paint Kwame in a negative light. Okay, that black man is not my op. He wasn't my op when I said it. In my mind, I'm defending that man, but I should have been defending him as Lenard Charlemagne the God McKelvey, the professional, and not Lenard Larry, whatever you want to call me from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, talking like I'm home in the town on why I believe they need to leave Kwame Brown alone. That was whack because the conversation didn't even have to go there. The conversation should have been about basketball. Yes, leave Kwame Brown alone because he achieved the goal and a dream that 1.3% of NCAA seniors will achieve and 0.03% of high school seniors. You know how much small a number that is? And, you know, just that's just simply being drafted in the NBA. If you play 13 seasons and make $65 million, you're a success, okay? If you work 13 years anywhere and make that kind of money, you're a success. So salute to that man. The only expectations we have to live up to is our own. That's why I always say success is subjective, okay? My views of success may be different than yours. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. But we didn't even get into that conversation because my mind automatically went to something that didn't that it didn't even have to go to. In doing that, I unintentionally caused trauma. And since I unintentionally caused trauma, I have to be intentional about causing healing. I'm not about to sit around and have beef with another black man for nothing. Trust me, as y'all know, I have a lot of real enemies who are gunning for me every day. Kwame Brown is not going to be one of them, okay? I totally understand why Kwame Brown was upset at me. I went low. That wasn't my intention, but in hindsight, it was low, and Kwame took it to the floor with me. And y'all be online so excited, ready to see black people go back and forth and tear each other down. I'm not doing that. I'm not going back and forth if I feel like I wronged somebody. I'm going to apologize. That's what I think a good man does. A good man apologizes for the mistakes, you know, that he made, but a great man corrects them. Hopefully, I get the opportunity to do that one day. But for now, I just apologize. And I'm not beefing with a black man who's born where I was born and has family where I'm from. There's nothing on this planet that I love more than God, my family, and Monk's Corner, South Carolina, the whole low country, the 843. Drop on the clues bar for the 843. Okay? So when I say I sincerely apologize to Kwame Brown and his family in the little Brown's Corner, I mean that. Only thing I'm responsible for is my energy and recognizing my own insanity. And Eckhart Tolle once said to recognize one's own insanity is, of course, the arising of sanity, the beginning of healing and transcendence. I truly believe if trauma can be passed down through generations, then so can healing. Me, Leonard McKelvey, I have never claimed to be perfect. In fact, I'm far from it. I'm not going to always get it right. The same things people listen to me for is the same things they hate me for because I talk too much. I overshare. I overshare about myself. I overshare about others. And that has historically gotten me in trouble. But we are all works in progress. And one of the most healing things you can do is recognize where in your life 
you are your own poison. And last week I was poisoned to Kwame Brown, Bill Brown, and their families. For that, I sincerely apologize. All right. Let me come back on the screen here. So y'all just heard that whack-ass apology. I wasn't buying it. And shout out to my homegirl, um, Jeanne. She's the one who hit me up as soon as he apologized. I was like, oh, he's on the Breakfast Club apologizing. You got to go watch the video. So I went to go watch it, and I left a comment. So let me go ahead and um, share this screen with y'all. I left a comment. Legend has it. The comment is gone. Okay? The comment is not there. Literally after a few minutes after I posted it, the, the comment was gone. Hold on. Okay, here goes. This is what I left on the Breakfast Club's page. You can see it right there in the background. So this is what I've said. I said, it's funny how he's it's funny how he's now apologizing. Why didn't you give this apology before calling your lawyer and hitting Kwame with the unnecessary cease and desist letter? You were more worried about your reputation than respecting Kwame and his family than his family. That day you were being nice, nasty, and gaslighting the situation when you didn't have to. And then I said, the problem was you didn't expect for Kwame to drag you and your entourage for the filth. Now you're backtracking and apologizing to the Flex from Frontmaster Flex bringing up your business with Jessica Reed. It's no fun when the rabbit has a gun. Hashtag mama's cooking. So that is what I wrote on the Breakfast Club. Um, you know, I heard it was deleted. I don't know because I wrote it, took my screenshot and kept it moving. But people came and said that they couldn't find my comment. They went to go like it. They could not find the comment. So maybe the, they deleted it. But I noticed the ones, the, the men on there who were praising Charlemagne. Oh, he's being a stand-up guy. That's what men do. Men apologize when they're wrong. Oh, all of those comments are there with thousands of likes. The hypocrisy. So over the weekend, y'all were so mad and y'all were for Jessica Reed. And then the second this idiot apologizes, now no mention of Jessica Reed. Like you see how quick the internet flips? So I thought that was really funny. And even in his so-called apology, one, how do you apologize but then slip in his public information? So still trying to excuse your behavior. Then he says, I don't want to be one of those black people who uses black people's, you know, mistakes against them and, and, you know, turns it into Internet fodder. Excuse me. You're the king of that. That is how you got to be who you are. You take anything that befalls black people, men, women or otherwise, and you turn it into Internet fodder. When Funkmaster Flex was going through his situation, not only did you clown him, you belittled him, you, you um, put his wife's name out there, and you put the documents up. So he's such a hypocrite. It's like when it, when it happens to him, it's this huge issue, but he's been dishing this out to people for years. Like I said, you know, I do commentary on all types of people. How many times have you seen The Breakfast Club do commentary on a lot of these white people who mess up? Because I do. How many times have you seen them do commentary on Latinos or Asians who mess up? Because I do. They don't keep the same energy. They only talk about it when it's black people. And I think that's a lot of the issues that people are having with this whole situation. So after they, I guess, removed the comment, whatever, child, I didn't care. Um, people were asking me about the whole Kevin Hunter situation. So if y'all don't know, honey, uh, Wendy Williams' ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, 
he's involved now. So he's speaking on everything. Let me go ahead and read to you guys what Kevin Hunter had to say. Let me pull this up here real quick. So Kevin Hunter says, my ex Ben told me you was a piece of shit. And I mean, early. I was like, nah, little dude is like my brother. I treated him like family. Opened my home, let him live rent free, got him his first job and salary next to the queen of radio in the number one market, only for this fuck boy to act like an unappreciative piece of shit. It's time for the truth. So that is what Kevin uh, Hunter had to say. Then he says, I see we back to this Charlemagne story. Storytelling time, salute to Kwame Brown. After all the talk, I think it's time to share some real scary truths about an individual. Y'all really still know nothing about and definitely time to clear up the lies. Truth is powerful and there's only one true God. I regret the day I ever bought this man around any of my people's story time. The truth will blow your mind. So at this point, Mr. Hunter is threatening to blast Charlemagne and, you know, relay the truth. Now, somebody sent me some audio of um, Kevin Hunter where he is basically talking about how he is the one who sent the Jessica Reed story to the, because, you know, Charlamagne had to deal with HBO at the time. He's supposed to be leaving the Breakfast Club. He's getting super arrogant because he was going to TV. So Kevin is basically coming out and saying that he's the one who let HBO know about it. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this audio of Kevin Hunter. He's basically saying he's the one who told them about the Jessica Reed situation is what he's saying. So let me go ahead and share this really quick here. Okay, here we go. And the audio was really crappy, but I fixed it as much as I could in post-production. pick up some of that. Like I said, I cleaned it up as much as I could, but um, basically he's stating that he's the one who put gas on the fire. He contacted HBO and let them know about the Jessica Reed situation. So that is why they ended up dropping Charlemagne. 
So he has a lot of deep-seated issues with Charlemagne, which he says he's going to be spilling the tea on, okay? So now let me go ahead and talk about Kwame Brown. So Kwame came out later on that day after the whole Breakfast Club situation. It had to be about, it was about 32,000 people because I was in the live stream. I even sent a super chat. It was so many people in his stream just like talking. The chat was going nuts. And so basically he addressed the situation about the apology. So let me go ahead and play you guys what Kwame had to say um, about the apology from Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club. Go ahead and pull that up here. Okay, here we go. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to say respectfully and with all due pleasure that I do not, on behalf of my family in South Carolina, the Geechees, uh, myself. Uh, all of my brothers, uh, my 16-year-old son that didn't know that bullshit, and all the people in America that did not know that bullshit. So on behalf of all of us, I have to say, fuck your apology. You fuck with my mother, son. And it's very interesting, man. And you think you slick, and I'm about to expose you in a second. Uh, because you steal dots in me. Yeah, people don't know that, but since you want to go there, I'm going to go there with Because I told you, I was ready, well prepared, and studied you punk bitches. And so, you, my friend, kind of prove that there's a such thing as a go-along, get-along game. You kind of know why, you punk bitch. Because I wasn't motherfucking talking to you. And all of a sudden, you worried it like, I need your help. I need you. But last time we talked, Nick, but last time I asked you for a cup of sugar, but last time you asked me how I was doing, what's my kid's name? Who are my friends? I get put on the breakfast club. I needed your help, and you knew it because you know me. You called me before. We talked before. You interviewed me before because I don't know. Because I snap. I'm crazy. So you immediately knew, and you just came to the rescue to help me out. To help me, motherfucker, by saying that my father beat a woman with you know what and my brother pow pow and then pow pow and you an award winning author a journalist for over a decade you mean to tell me that the things that you share about my family's past, things in which I didn't even know, sir. My mama cooking didn't say I needed that season, sir. 
All right. So y'all just heard what um, Kwame had to say. So Kwame is not here for the apology. He don't give a shit about Charlemagne's apology. I'm glad he saw through it. We have over 14,000 people in here. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. So it's a lot to unpackage, and I hope I really broke this whole situation down to you guys. Now, I will say this, okay? What bothers me the most about this situation is that this young Black woman, Jessica Reed, her pain and what she's gone through has been used as fodder for these men, with the exception of Kwame, because he was rubbing to some shit that had nothing to do with him. You know, I just find it very interesting that Kevin is saying that he's the one who contacted HBO and let them know about the whole situation. But it wasn't because y'all were really interested in getting this girl justice. At least when Star went into it, he went into it with good intentions and was trying to get her story out there. It was because y'all had issues with Charlemagne, just like with Funkmaster Flex and, and Ebro. Y'all are not talking because y'all want to help her. Y'all are talking because it's a viral story attached to somebody who's popular right now, who is Kwame Brown. Because again, if y'all really care, y'all would have been talking about this shit three years ago when us just regular YouTubers were talking about it and trying to help get her story out there. But we got shut down at every single angle. I'm not the only YouTuber. It was a lot of people who talked about it and were hit with cease and desist letters, getting things taken down, getting things flagged, people getting their channel struck. But now that it's cool, now that it's viral, now that mainstream wants to merge with the YouTubers, oh, now we can talk about Jessica Reed. That's bullshit. And I see through it. Now, I can't support it. You know, people are like, well, at least now there's more eyes on there. But what difference does it make if the eyes are only on there because it's just some get back shit at Charlemagne and not because they really care about this young girl's story? So that's the part that's just really disingenuous to me. It's very disingenuous. I'd have respected if these same men came out three years ago and stood in solidarity with the YouTubers and put him on blast. You know, Ebro told me, I've been had the receipts. I've been had the documents. Well, why are you waiting to, to, to talk about it now? You might as well just not say anything and kept it pushing. You weren't talking about it back then, so why talk about it now? Oh, because there's a celebrity attached to it and he's going viral and he's changing the way media works. See, we're not as powerful to change media, but Kwame is. So now these little good old boys clubs, they're trembling now because they're understanding that people are not supporting the bullshit anymore. They're supporting the real. They want to be able to talk and relate to real people who don't have a corporate battery in their back. And initially, that's what Charlemagne was. Initially, he was very objective. He would say things, you know, outside of the sexual shit, but he would say stuff that the people wanted to hear. That's what people loved about Wendy because she was so raw. And she would say things that the people, you know, the water cooler talk, the things that people were talking about. And then once corporate got involved, then everybody had to tone it down. So, yeah, I just find it very, very interesting. It's very, very calculated. So I just hope that you guys see it for what it is. Let me go ahead and read some more Super Chats. Um, Theodore uh, Betha says, thank you, T, thank you for the advice and great videos over the years. 
You are truly amazing. We love you. I love you too. And thank you so much. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Fifi sent 49 says, Hey T, I love your hair. Um, love you most. You've been looking forward to hearing your voice again. I watch everything you have up. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming through. Uh, let's see here. Thynia sent uh, 49 and says, Love you T. Love you too. Thank you so much. Uh, Young Kobe says, Kwame Brown today said that Charlemagne is protected by Angela Rye. Ooh, that's interesting. You know what? Speaking about protection, put a teacup if you guys have heard this, because I heard about this recently. They were saying that Jessica Reed had went to Tamika and my son and asked them to basically get her story out there. And they told her, this is alleged, I don't know. I'm hearing this from other people, but they basically shut her down and said, no, you know, Charlemagne's like our brother. And then they said that my son had blasted her and said that she was lying. So he's definitely protected. He, he definitely has the people under his podcast network. They're definitely looking out for their best interest. They're not going to speak out against him, unfortunately. Okay. So I see the teacup. So you guys heard about that too. Okay. Because I heard about that recently. I had no idea about that. And if that's true, that's really a shame because these are the same people who profit off of black death and talk about, you know, black people coming together and everything else. So I don't know. I just find that very, very interesting that they would shut her down. Her. See, many people know that my son's story is facts. Wow. Like I said, I just, you know, I didn't want to say it was facts until I knew. But a lot of people are saying that it's facts. That's sad. That's really sad. Um, let me go ahead and read some more chats here. Brittany uh, Rinixer sent 10, says, first of all, I love you and your content. And MB should have shut that down, period. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Dima, sorry if I mispronounced it, 2017. She says, I always miss the live sleeping because I work third shift. But today I got time because keep speaking truth to power. Thank you. And I'm so glad you're able to make the live stream, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, Luna P007 said 1999 and says it's horrible that you put in all that work and plagiarizers get all the credit. But keep up the great work, T. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, and it, and it happens to so many people on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Our personalities are our personalities. And, you know, people just take little bits of it because they have bigger platforms or because they're on television. It looks like they said it first or they did it first. And then when we complain and say, hey, this person is literally regurgitating my entire talking points, you're told, oh, you're just mad you're not on TV. We don't want to. Have you ever seen, what was that, Mean Girls? They be like, you can't sit with us. Bitch, we don't want to. We don't want to sit with y'all. I don't want to split my money with the damn, the grip, the lighter, the producer, and all these people. We're, we're straight. We're cool over here on YouTube. So, no, we can't sit with y'all. We don't want to. And obviously, y'all want to sit with us because y'all keep creating fucking podcasts and YouTube channels. Well, remember, we, we, were, we were like the, the, the bottom of the barrel two, three years ago. Not every celebrity has a YouTube page. Every celebrity is giving an opinion. All y'all are doing are driving the breakfast club and Hot 97 out of business. They're basically coming for Angela Yee's job. Child, let me see. Uh, 
Kelly Star says, hey, T, you helped me get through my work day. Thanks for the laughs and keeping it real. Much love. You are more than welcome. Thank you so much for coming through. Malcolm Antoine Senfai says, T is not here to play, especially with her optimist, <laughs> with her optimist prime form. Much, much love from the Caribbean, um, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, and thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, Kelly Renee says, who the hell carries a random taser in public? What the F? <laughs> Chad, you know who? Charlemagne's daddy. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Kalia K. Williams says, hey, T, I worked with a guy at a TV station some years back who trained Charlemagne in his early days on radio. He alleged that Charlemagne was gay and slept his way up the ladder. Honey. Chad, I wasn't ready for that $10 tea. <laughs> Chad, they say he done slept his way up the gay ladder. It makes sense. I would not, child, I would not be surprised at all if Charlemagne was gay or bi or swang 50 different ways. What grown man gives another grown man a mold of his ass? And then the way him and DJ MVB playing and all that, I'm a female and I don't play like that. How am I a female and I don't play games like that? But you guys are two grown men. And my sons are supposed to watch y'all and support that. Absolutely not. That's foolishness. Even when Donald Rollins came on the show, he had that fake ass on there. Totally disrespecting him. Walked out on the interview. Very childish. So, child, that tea that you're spilling, I wouldn't be shocked. Because look at the behavior. Look at the antics. They're very suspect. You know, it's one thing with being comfortable with who you are, being comfortable in your sexuality. I get that. But his aunt, I know gay men who don't even play like that. So let's keep that real. Chow, 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 chow. She came through and spilled that hot, hot tea. She wasn't playing. Uh, let's see here. DMV Dreams sent 1999 says, hey, beautiful. This is my first super chat. Just wanted to send some love and appreciation to someone who deserves it more. Keep it up. You are the truth. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming through. I appreciate you, love. Um, let's see here. Somebody said, 27 Darren says, hey, T, the hell with that devil. Us Geechee people don't claim him. We've been seeing his devilish ways. I know that's right. I lived in South Carolina for about two, three years. Geechee people, they do not play. They are very blunt. They tell you how it is. And I love their accents. So, yeah, Gigi people, they've been seen through that shit. And that's why I think that's why Kwame's keeping his foot on Charlemagne's neck. Because them is people right there. They know who they are. They know their culture. And they don't play that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Renee, Renia says, exactly. Charlemagne talking about sorry for opening up old wounds. No, sir, you ruined reputations because none of us knew this information. Exactly. exactly. It was definitely bigger than just opening up wounds because like I said, I've never heard that information pertaining to Kwame or his family. I had no idea. And I'm somebody who's into sports. But then again, I don't go digging on other people's family members and what their daddies are involved in and stuff like that. Somebody had left a comment saying that Matt, uh, Matt Barnes, y'all can put a teacup if you guys have heard this. They said his dad and his mother, they were both, you know, they did drugs. His father was a shady character. That his father wasn't no, you know, outstanding man. 
So why didn't Charlemagne blast Matt Barnes' dad? Since you want to blast daddies, why didn't you blast your own, you know, friend's father? Well, that's because he's under Charlemagne's network, so he's not going to do that. But, you know, allegedly, that's what somebody wrote in the comments. I don't know because I, I didn't do a background check on Matt Barnes' dad because I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I care about Matt Barnes' skills and how he plays on the court. So I see teacups, so I guess there must be some truth to his father, you know, being a not-so-outstanding guy. Okay? Um, let's see here. Knowledge drops in 499. He says, Charlemagne jumped into something that had nothing to do with him. He didn't bank on the fact that Kwame did his research and knew his dirty laundry. Exactly. You know, and, and that's what happens sometimes when you've been the bully for so long, eventually the bully gets knocked off. Um, let's see here. Tiffany Garcia sent a $20 sticker, says Rage Out. Thank you so much for the sticker, Tiffany. I appreciate you. Um, Miss Jakia 504, she's coming through from New Orleans, honey, from NOLA. She says, you are playing on all devices in my home. I cannot afford to miss um, any of these gems that you are dropping. Love you, T. Uh, Nell from NOLA. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you. She says, I'm coming out of every device, the TV, the laptop, the iPad, the phone. I know that's right, sis. Um, Marquita, uh, Marquita Pruitt, Senpai, says, just showing you love. I know... You are not at 1 million subscribers. I know if you're not at 1 million subscribers by the end of the year, I know YT's hating for real. Oh, trust me, we've been peeped. Like I said, I've been sitting at 937,000 thousand for the past six months. And people subscribe constantly. But, you know, it is what it is. Because they know once they have me at a million mark, that's just, you know, validating my platform. And they don't want to because I speak too much truth. If I sat up here and I just cooned and clowned all day and just did a bunch of bullshit, they'd already had me at like 1.2, 2.3 million. You know what I mean? But when you're speaking the truth and when you're willing to stand in your truth and won't let anybody shame you out of your stance, they're a lot slower to co-sign that, you know, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful for the people who rock with me. So thank you. Uh, Raphael Jones-Santan says, I've been watching you for years, especially your lovely news network. Absolutely love your content and what you do. Keep it up, T. Thank you so much, and I appreciate your support. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Casey, get money. 07 says, you're right. Kwame is not signed to no one. He is worth millions from playing ball, investments, and owns his own business. Exactly. And that is why he's able to speak in the manner in which he speaks. This is why women are being so turned on. I had a conversation with my homegirl the other day, and she's like, he is turning me on. Like, not saying, like, you know, in a sexual way, but even us as women, like, ask yourself, why do I sound more manly than some of these men out here? And I'm not no man. I'm a woman. Y'all didn't see me break down and cry. I got kids. I done gave birth. I'm a whole female. But why is it that I can keep it more real than some of these so-called men? That's because they got that corporate battery in their back and they know they better not step out of line. They can drag black men. They can talk down to black women. They can crack jokes on the community. But the second they talk about some white people or some Asians, they're tiptoeing and soft-shoeing. You don't get none of that over here. I was the one who broke the whole story about how the Asians were treating the Africans over there in China and I drug their asses. Did the Breakfast Club talk about that? If they did, it was damn sure after the fact. So we talk about it all here. 
I don't drug Asia Argento for, for, you know, having sex with that teenage boy and the fact that the Me Too movement to this day have not held her accountable. She's living her best life in Madonna's comment section. It took me so much not to confront her. Like, bitch, what are you doing here? You should be in jail with Harvey Weinstein. You didn't even give Bill Cosby the benefit of the doubt. You and Rose McGowan automatically made him guilty. But the second your dirt came out, all of a sudden, oh, we need cooler heads to prevail. We need to figure this out. And right now, Asia Argento is still out here living her best life, living, uh, leaving comments on Madonna's uh, Instagram page with her pedophilic ass. But again, has The Breakfast Club ever talked about her? Has Vlad TV ever talked about her? Has any of these people who talk about hip hop ever held any of these white people who have done things, have they ever held their feet to the fire? Have they ever talked about when, when Hollywood, when everybody was coming out there against Harvey Weinstein and the swamp was being drained, did they do video after video after that? No, but they had video after video about R. Kelly. See, I cover everything here. White news, black news, Asian news, whatever is viral, I'm going to cover it. But a lot of these outlets, they don't keep the same energy when it comes to other races because they know who's cutting their check. And that's the difference between Kwame. He doesn't have a corporate battery in his back. And that's what me and my hunger were talking about. Like that is just a turn on, not even sexual, but just a turn on to hear a man speak like a man, to just hear somebody speak real truth to power. Because everybody's so busy trying to, oh, I can't say this, or I can't say that. This person might get offended. This person might not like that. Who gives a shit? They don't like it. They can go elsewhere. I tell folks that all the time, unsubscribe and move around. I'm not changing my stance and I'm not saying stuff to make you feel comfortable. It's my opinion. I do commentary. So yeah, you're definitely right about that. Thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Faye J, I think I said it right. I sent 10 and says, oh my God, T, my name is Phaedra. <laughs> All right, Miss Phaedra. <laughs> she says, I love listening to you when I'm driving my work truck. You keep me from getting bored. Love you. Love you too. And thank you so much. I got like, I have so many truckers on my channel. Like that just amazes me. I'm so glad I got a voice and an energy that the truckers love because the truckers, they come through, man. Shout out to y'all. Thank you. Um, Alexis D. Stand 5 and says, Queen, I'm a new member. I've been watching you for a while. I love your energy. You always keep it 100. Don't change. Thank you, sis. I appreciate you and thank you for joining the membership. Uh, Sherry D says, check out the documentary Surviving Charlemagne the God, the horrific story of Jessica Nicole Reed. Mm. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, YouTuber uh, Carcino told Kwame about Angela Ray and Kwame's comment is pinned in his comments. He puts the pieces together with y'all's help. Yeah, I like Carcino. I was in his, he did a video um, breaking down the whole NBA thing and how they did Kwame. And he did a good job. I love to comment on his videos. He's been doing his thing for years. I know he's a tea sipper. He showed me love in a few of his videos. So yeah, he will definitely give you a, a breakdown, you know what I'm saying, with the sports and things like that. So yeah, he has a good channel. Um, Kev sent 499 and says, uh, hey T, your new hair is about to make me act up. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. 
Oh, your mamas and papa sent a hundred dollars. Y'all really be looking out. I see y'all sent a hundred dollars every stream. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. They say, What's up, T? Lovely Joe is at it again. Literally said everything you said. They need to give you credit and a shout out from the West Side with love. Thank you so much. I didn't even know Lovely Joe was back. I told y'all he was in that last live stream, honey, taking notes and sipping tea. That's all they do. So thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Uh, Raquel sent $20, says, hey, lovely tea, looking beautiful as always. I've been a tea sipper for the last three years. I love how you come with the facts, and I can always rely on your research. Thank you so much. I appreciate you as well. Thank you for the support over the past three years. Um, Nick's, uh, Nick's O Alive. I love you. Thank you for all you do. This is my first super chat. I hope it goes through. Have a blessed day. And then you put up the Puerto Rican flag. Gracias. Thank you so much. It went through. I appreciate your support. Um, let's see here. Benita Moha. Sorry if I mispronounced your, what, your name. I think she sent Swedish money. She sent $20 in SCX and says, love the hair tea. His DNA wasn't in the kit. Mm. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. But yet this man has ran with his DNA story for the past three years. But we shut that down here during this live stream. There was no test done. So he lucked up. That's how he was found not guilty by pure luck because Jessica's mother did not want her to stand trial and go through all this again, which is unfortunate. So thank you for that. Uh, Real Talk Healthy Food says, I'm one of your sons, period. You're a legend. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate the love. Thank you. Uh, Scorpion Kensworth says, T, you just don't know when my job required me to drive around all day. I used to listen to all your streams I would when I was mad bored when you didn't post. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Camille A says, per your request, I won't call out the YouTube channel, but there's a major channel who actually gave you a shout out because they use your content about white people's tea. It was dope to see. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's funny. I've had more white YouTube channels and, you know, shout out my content. You know, even No Jumper, they've shown me love. Meanwhile, Vlad TV, you know, he's another one who sips and steals. But No Jumper, they've shown me love several times on their platform. Um, there's a few other ones, too, that I can't think of right off the top of my head who have shown me love, but they haven't been black. But a lot of the black outlets, they'll just act like I don't exist, but they watch. Oh, they they all watch, trust and believe. They watch a lot of us here on YouTube, not just me, but a lot of us. A lot of their content, a lot of their ideas, they are taking it from content creators. And I think it's time that content creators stand up. You know what I'm saying? Um, West and Casey sent me $99.99. I don't know. They didn't get a chance to leave a comment, but thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I just want to thank everybody. We had over 14,000 people in here today. I just want to thank you guys so much for joining me. I know this stream was a little bit long, but I really wanted to break down this situation and just really just show you guys the bullshit. I don't want you guys getting gassed up by these people coming out and now trying to talk about Jessica Reed, you know, like there's some type of heroes and saviors. Oh, not because the shade room is posting it. All this stuff has been talked about by regular degular people on YouTube who fought to try and get her story out there when the mainstream blogs and the mainstream media 
did not want to touch it with a 10 foot pole. But now that they're being put on blast for their shady ways and their what would he call it? The go along, get along club in the words of Kwame. Now they're trying to, you know, side with the, the content creators and now they're trying to, you know, side with the YouTubers. Now, nah, I'm going to call them out because that's bullshit. Where were y'all three years ago when this story first broke and y'all basically ignored it? And then to the point where it just didn't exist anymore. It just fell by the wayside. So I want to thank you guys for joining me. Um, Melanin Queen, thank you so much. He sent $2, says, are we forgetting that Charlemagne are his own wife? Yes. Um, I had played the audio earlier in the stream in case you missed it. So y'all definitely go ahead and watch the playback. Please check out any of my sports uh, videos, especially the one about the JBA. I really love that video. There was a wealth of information in there. Um, check out my prior live streams. But once again, you guys, thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. Everybody enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.